0: Welcome to the Organized Holistically podcast, where I help you get your business and personal life organized. I'm your host, Dana L'Oreal Morales, and I can't wait to share this episode with you. Hi, guys. So today we are talking all about critical paths. Um, And this is a holistic topic because critical paths can affect both your business and your personal life and your home, you know, it can affect any area. So this is a concept that is very uh, common in the project management industry. Um, And so I'm going to give you a, a level set definition of what critical path is from a project management standpoint. And then I'm going to apply it to your business and or home uh, today. So I'm going to give you examples from both scenarios because I, I truly believe that project management concepts can be applied holistically. They can be applied anywhere and everywhere. And it's really just understanding how to apply them and what to do about it, right? So we're going to talk about that today, specifically as it relates to your finances. So level setting here. a critical path from a project management standpoint is the path that is the longest sequence of tasks, right? So so it's the longest sequence sequence of tasks that must be completed to complete the project is the the formal definition of it. Um, so when you think about those tasks that are along that that path, Anything on that path that is delayed can ultimately or will ultimately delay your project. And the the point of identifying your critical path is for you to be able to really put your management behind those tasks to ensure they stay on time or ahead of schedule so that your project is not at risk for delay, okay? So that's why we want to identify what that critical path is and keep an eye on it and we also want to have some plan Bs some some identifiers of if something goes wrong on on for any of these tasks uh, you know first of all identifying the risk of what those delays could be right so what what could possibly delay this task what is the risk of that happening and what is our plan to prevent that from happening or if that were to happen what is our plan of action for that okay so that all happens in the planning stage um as you're going through planning your project. So having level set and understand that that is the definition, how do we then apply this concept to our finances, both in our business and in our home lives? So, Let's first start with the business because you guys know I like to give you examples. I like to tell you what the term, you know, what the concept is, and also walk you through how to apply it, um, and and w- w- how how that works in that in environment. So within your business, I want you to think about those critical things in your business that if these things were not there, your business could not run. Okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk specifically right now about your, um, I like to say, look at your expenses, but instead of saying, look at your expenses, let's say, look at the systems and tools that you use in your business to make your business run. So in my world, the biggest parts of my business, obviously, are my ability to talk to you all through the podcast. So I have a microphone, I have Zoom, but I don't pay for like the the microphone is paid for, the Zoom account is free. So I'm not paying for any of that, right? But I do pay for my learning management platform, which houses all of the courses, um, all of the free and paid courses and all of the information that I provide there. Um, And then I have some other resources that I use in my business to help provide you support, right? So when we look at what the expense, like what my critical path of expense is in my business, I can easily identify what that is. And it's important for me to identify what that critical path of not only resources, but expenses are in my business so that I then can strip away all the fluff, right? Because in most cases, most business owners have some some critical path expenses, and then they have those fluff expenses, those nice to have expenses, those things that if you didn't have that in your business, your business will still continue to operate and you will still be able to make money, even though you don't have the beautification things, even though you don't have these, um, the niceties, right? You can still do your business. So I want you to really look at what are the bare minimum things you have to have in your business for it to still be a business. That is what your critical path financially is in your business. And so, you know, you think about your license. You have, you know, you may have to have a license in your business. You may have to have the internet in your business. If your business drives around, if you go places, you have to have a vehicle unless you're all virtual. Um, those are part of that critical path. So once you have identified that, the next thing that I would recommend that you do is determine your risk factors for those. So within the critical path if anything doesn't happen, right? If you're not paying those bills or if that system goes down, how can you then do your business? What is your plan, your backup plan for those situations? So we're now leaning into a disaster recovery plan, right? Because your critical path, you should have a plan B. I know there are people out there that are like, oh, no, you don't, you know, if you have a plan B, you're planning to fail. (laughs) Like I hear that all the time. I just look at, look at those people. I'm like, what are you talking about? A plan B is where you are truly planning to succeed because anything can happen. There is so much in your business that is outside of your control that you need to be able to identify what are you gonna do in case this happens, especially if that item is on a critical path of your business. So again, going back to the example, my business, my learning management system is a major part of my critical path, right? That is one of the main ways that I relay information outside of me just calling people on the telephone it is the way that I communicate the most with my clients. So, if that if I got a message that you know they went up on pricing and it just didn't financially make sense for me to continue to maintain that, how am I going to still relate information to my clients in a succinct and easy way, um, and for them to be able to get that information? Well, I could email it to them. I could provide a listserv of some sort for them to access the trainings, right? Um, You know, I could set up a whole Google Sheet situation where I'm giving permissions to a folder that's very manual, but that is a plan B if I can't get them what they need um, through the learning management system. That's just a cleaner way to present the information, but that's not the only way to present the information, okay? So I need to look at, number one, what what is that limit? What is that point of no return within that critical path item? So let's say that I got a message from them that they were going up on the rates. In most cases, you're going to get some advance notice about that, right? You're going to get notice that A in six months and three months or whatever that time frame is. So you need to decide in your disaster recovery plan, what do I do if they go up on rates and I don't no longer want to continue using that service. Are you then going to go to just a Plan B of let's just move over here temporarily? Does it make sense for you to find a a, a Plan B um, system that you're going to shift to? Should this happen, um, you know, what is that financial wall or limit that you're going to set for yourself that I am not willing to pay more than X? this particular product, right? Knowing what that is ahead of time is important. So if this were to happen, you have a way to compare and contrast whether you should stay or should go. Um, What if the LMS system, I got a message that they were going to be doing maintenance and they were going to be down for a day. In my situation, I would just notify most, first of all, most systems are not going to do that. It may be a couple of hours on a Sunday, right? Like on a, a random time frame. For me, if I get a notification that, hey, the system is not going to be available on the typical time, I'm going to send out a communication to my clientele that use that system currently to say the network is going to be going through maintenance. And I usually double or triple that time for my clients to say, Hey, they're going to be doing maintenance on this day. Please plan around this timeframe. Um, estimate that it'll be back at this time. It may be sooner than that, but just estimate this time so that they can plan their time accordingly. Um, But that is a plan that's in my disaster recovery plan. And no, that's not necessarily a disaster for me, but it could be for my clients, especially if they were trying to get something done by a specific time and they had planned to do it at a certain time and date on the weekend that they were going to be taking the system down and in my communication to the to my clients i can give them their plan b of hey the system's going to be down for maintenance on this date at this time we anticipate they'll be back up at this particular time if you need some information from the system before this time please reach out to me and i will get you access to it you know outside of this time right so how is that going to benefit number one it's going to get my clients what they need this despite the system going down but what is the prevent what is the uh pre-action that i need to take in order to be able to do that well again this is part of that critical path thinking is i need to make sure that all of my courses and all the content that i provide in that lms is offloaded somewhere else so that i can have access to it manually now True story, you know, I talk, I give you real life scenarios when I talk to you. I do have all of my videos that are in the learning management system offloaded. I have those in a backed up location. However, there are some typed commentary or um, descriptions that are provided in my LMS that I did only in the LMS. So I was typing out, like I watched a video and, and I wasn't as clear as I wanted it to be. So I typed out some information in the LMS directly that information is not captured outside of the LMS. So one of my tasks that I need to make sure that I complete is to, to copy that information out into a non-LMS system. So basically copying it out and putting it in a Word document or a Google doc- document so that I can have access to it in conjunction with the um, videos that are available. So if I needed to provide that to a client, I could easily do that um, with them. Okay, and that's just good from a DR standpoint in general, but if we're talking specifically about your critical path items, this is kind of the process you wanna go through. What am I going to do if X, Y, Z happens? And you don't want to go too far. I would just pick the, the most likely situations. You know, what do I do if the internet is no longer available? If I can't get on the internet and I have a call or, you know, this happens, what is my plan B? Do I turn on my hotspot on my telephone? What happens when I do that? Is there an extra expense? Does my phone service allow for me to do a day of upgrade, you know? Know, pay for a day of upgrade to so that I don't end up with this astronomical bill that requires you to call your phone service and ask them ahead of time before the incident happens so that you know what to do in case that comes about what happens if um there's a bombing now and I'm throwing this out here only because this happened here in in Tennessee. Um, during the holiday season one year, we had a bombing in uh, downtown Nashville and that affected not only D- Nashville proper, but it also affected um, anybody who had, at the time I had AT&T service and th- where the bombing was, it hit that service center. And so my serv- my internet service was knocked out for three days, right? What is your plan B? Luckily for me, I had cell self- service and I could use that as a hotspot. that's why I brought that up as a plan B because who would think that that would happen but it did and I needed to have a plan of action for me to uh, resolve that issue um so knowing what what can you do in case something like that happens and is it really critical is this something that I need to have a plan B for or is it something that I can live without right? Um, so jumping over quickly to your personal finances, um, the same thing pretty much applies. When you think about your critical path in your home environment, those are you know your financial bills and systems within your home that makes your house run or allows you as a family to exist. Um, in a peaceful, <laughs> in a peaceful and safe environment, right? So when you think about your home, you need to be able to pay your mortgage or rent, you need to be able to pay for your utilities, like those are critical path expenses. So your gym membership is not a critical path expense, uh, your massage, you know, Massage membership, all of these different things that are not critical path items don't need to be on that list. But um, if you went through the budgeting course, you know the, pretty much those items that we notated at the beginning, at the top, are your critical path items. And so you need to make sure that you have a plan in place. What happens when our streams of income get cut down? Maybe someone is laid off. Maybe the hours are cut. What do you do? Is First of all, will that reduction in money coming in, will that affect your critical path or is your critical path taken care of? by the money that is currently coming in. If that's the case, then you just make the necessary adjustments to the non-critical path items um, to cut them off or to suspend them temporarily until you can get your your critical path back where it needs to be, right? Um, But understanding what that looks like, understanding what you need to do, understanding, hey, how much do I need to make up right in this in this financial situation how much money do i need to to make to be able to pay for these critical path items is going to be critically important for you um and then understanding again what happens if if someone get sick. If someone passes away, how does that affect those critical path items? And what do I need to do in case of what is my disaster recovery plan? How do I ensure that they are communicated to, um, in an adequate way? If you're having a problem, maybe, um, something happened with your bank your internet, whatever, you can't get your direct deposit. So therefore your, um, your mortgage payment is late what is your plan who do you call how do i communicate with them if someone passes away and they were the name on the account who can call them who has the access who is your your financial power of attorney who can call that that uh vendor and let them know what's going on like all of these things are part of that critical path that you need to have in place and understand how to navigate should a disaster or something happen—a fire, a tornado, a hurricane—any um, of these things are, you know, they affect your critical path items. Um, so you can think of it from that perspective um, as you go through and look at things in your environment and how you are going to navigate them. Um, should the need arise so I hope you found this information helpful I know I packed a lot of information into this episode Um, but if you have further questions you know you can always reach out to me but I encourage you to identify your critical paths and also your disaster recovery within those as well Today's episode is brought to you by Organized Academy, where you learn all things organizing that will help you holistically balance your business and personal life so you can live the life you always dreamed of living. Learn more today and become a member by visiting OrganizedAcademy.com. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast today and I hope you found something that will help you in your organizing journey. If you did, consider leaving a comment or review so it will help others know the value that you received. For more information regarding this or any other episode, visit DLMorales.com. And as always, do something today to fill your happiness bucket. I'll see you next time.